Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. The children are our future. Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom. Not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. Give them a sense of pride. Um, ever since my husband and I got divorced, um, I want to give the kids something to look forward to. So when they wake up on Sunday, they know to come running in my room because I have the big reveal of the place that we will go for Sunday fun day. And then they run downstairs and they get online and they look at all the exhibits and everything they want to see. And so they came back to tell me about the dinosaurs and, you know, what they wanted to get at the gift shop and, you know, all the cool stuff they wanted to do. And we didn't do any of that. Because when we got to the science museum, downtown St. Paul, there was an exhibit sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust of our race. And I was like, wow, uh, this is amazing. It is heavy. It is told from a perspective that kids can understand and digest. And it opened up a discussion for me and my four children to talk about redlining and why people couldn't move into St. Louis Park, even though they had the money um, because their skin was black or brown. Um, it, 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 it dealt into the dynamic of skin color and race and racism and how that's impacted, not the world, but right here in the Twin Cities. And, you know, before we knew it, our time was up. It was lunchtime. We spent so much time in there reading and talking that we didn't get to see half of the dinosaurs that we had planned to see. And I'm sure that was the plan when Joanne Jones Rizzi, the vice president of science, equity, and education at the Science Museum, put this whole thing together. Uh, Joan, thank you so much for being here on the Shaletta Show. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Now, I have to tell you, um, I'm laughing because, first of all, it's me and many, many other people. It takes it seriously takes a village to create an exhibition and an exhibition of that size. So I appreciate the credit. But I have to say that my colleagues, many of my colleagues and scholars from all over the country worked on that exhibition. Now, for those who have not been, tell us all about it and how it came to be. Okay. Well, uh, the exhibition, Race, Are We So Different?, is a collaboration um, with the American Anthropological Association. And probably in, like, early 2000, um, the American Anthropological Association wanted to um, address the damage that the field of anthropology had, um, had, had done in kind of perpetuating this idea that race was real. And so they came up with this plan to to develop what they called a public education project. And they started looking around for all over the country for a museum partner. And we uh, at the Science Museum were very interested in the partnership and in doing uh, an exhibition that um, that chal- that was uh, about science and about history. And so we wrote a proposal together. Um, to the National Science Foundation, and that 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 uh, proposal was funded, and the and the partnership 
then um, officially began. So that was probably around 2004, and um, the first iteration of the exhibition opened in St. Paul uh, in 2007. And then it traveled, and it was it was in in Minnesota for about five months, and then it traveled all over the country um, to over sixty five museums, and um, we got it back um, in probably twenty sixteen, and we've now, since updated it um, with the help of Otto Bremer Trust, and um, to make it um, since it's not traveling anymore, we we have been able to include more um, narratives and stories of Minnesota, make it more local. Um, to uh, we've ha- There's work in it um, from the uh, young people from the Kitty Anderson Youth Science Center at the Science Museum. There's um, uh, much more presence uh, of um, indigenous, uh, the indigenous community that exists here in Minnesota. So there's lots of ways that we've updated it, made it more relevant, but also um, included much more about Minnesota since since it's not traveling anymore. And that's the one thing I appreciated. You know, we, um, you know, teach these children about race and racism, and it's always on this huge and large scale. But when you start making it local and you bring it home and you help mm-hmm. them to understand how it's impacting them and their friends and their neighbors, mm-hmm. it makes it real. I, I remember when my kids found out that their grandfather was best friends with John Lewis. It's not like we hadn't shared that with them, but mm-hmm. it was like all of a sudden it mm-hmm. clicked one day and they were like, wait, Papa B knows John Lewis. I was like, yeah, they've been, yeah. they were friends since they were three years old. So then they were running downstairs to talk to the grandfather and they wanted to know everything they could know about John Lewis. And I swear to you the next day in every single zoom, I heard them telling the stories that my uh, father-in-law told them about his friend, John Lewis. And so now they want to learn more. They want to know more. And that was the reaction that my kids had when they visited this race exhibit at the science museum last Sunday. You know, they, they, I swear to you, one of the, one of my kids, because my kids have autism. And so they're always repeating stuff, uh, girl. And so one of the teachers had to tell my son, yes, Yes, you, you, you told me already about the Science Museum. Yes, yes, Daniel, I, I, we talked about this yesterday. But they just wanted to share what they had learned and what we had talked about. And, and it made such an impact on this. Are you hearing that from other parents who bring their children there as well? We do hear that. And one of the you know the, uh, kind of equity and inclusion are really core values of the museum. And we really believe that every person coming into the museum should see their lived experience connect to something in the in the in the exhibitions in the public programming so when when i hear you talk about how um, your children connected with the exhibition that's very exciting that's what we want to have happen um, and that's that's uh, we're we're intentional about that and make for uh, finding ways for people, children, adults, people from all over Minnesota who represent all of the, the richness and diversity in Minnesota to see their experiences reflected in the exhibitions at the museum. 
We are talking to uh, Joan, uh, Joanne Jones Rizzi. She is the vice president of science, equity, and education at the Science Museum. Now, before you go, you got to tell me about Science Fusion STEM events because I saw that and I was like, yeah, honey, we want to be a part of that too. That, those are fantastic. We've been doing Science Fusion for probably twenty over 25 years, and it's a way that we are connecting culture science and um, experience at the museum. So we are working with um, scientists, uh, BIPOC scientists, that's scientists who are black, indigenous, people of color, um, who are who are practicing scientists. And we have events that are happening at the museum and we have events that are uh, that are happening online. And the full schedule, I wish I had it right in front of me, but I do not. The full schedule is um, if you go to the Science Museum, www.smm.org, the full schedule for Science Fusion, because it's happening over several weekends and several weeks. Um, There's virtual programming and there's in-person programming that's happening at the museum. We've, um, We've postponed some of the dates and pushed them back um, to to ensure that our visitors can be safe when they come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate the work that you are doing and how you are touching lives and, you know, how people are learning um, so much from these exhibits. And, and I just wanted to bring you on as well to say thank oh, you. Thank you. Um, for thank the work you. that I, you and your team are doing. Thank you so much. It's so, it's very heartening to hear you talk about the conversations that you had with your children and how they, the, the, your children and yourself, that you saw yourself represented in the, in the exhibition. That, that's, what, that's what we are, that's what we hope to have happen. Okay, girl, and I have to send a shout out to Sam and Maddie because they were at the museum and they were over in the section with the human body and they were doing the display and they were taking the body parts out and they were putting them back in and my kids have autism. And so they had to take the body parts out about uh, 50, 11 times uh, and put them back in and say the same (laughs) thing over and over again. And they were so nice to my kids that I think, Thursday. Now we were there Sunday. This is Thursday. Thursday, my son Daniel was telling his teacher, uh, I have to tell you about our new friends, uh, Sam and Maddie <laughs> at the museum because we played with the human body and we were taking out all. And girl, he just detailed this. It came out of nowhere, but that just, uh, speaks to the training that your staff has understanding that diversity inclusion is not just about race it's not just about skin color but it's about autism it's about asperger's it's about down syndrome it's about the blind patients it's about all those kids who have those special needs um that that are not even related to skin color that's the inclusion part and my kids felt included so girl i don't know if you have an employee of the month a little wall somewhere (laughs) but please consider putting maddie and sam up on the wall girl I, well, I thank saw you. That you tweeted that, and um, you did. Um, oh, the girl! Yeah, they were just so awesome. I'm telling you, if you don't put a picture up on the wall, up, I'm coming over there with a frame <laughs> and a nail and a hammer. I'm gonna think of it like, well, they don't have employees of the month over here. Well, you do now, okay? I'm putting Absolutely. Sam and Maddie up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. 
Oh, well, thank you so much for being with us and talking about this exhibit and letting families know this is an excellent way to celebrate and educate for Black History Month to get over there to the Science Museum. Always fun and informative, Shaletta's a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hyvee.com slash mealtime. I'm Melissa with The Greenery Minneapolis, and we are a plant shop in Mercantile. We primarily work with houseplants and houseplant accompaniments. I'm incredibly grateful to be a RISE recipient. It came at exactly the right time. I was needing the buffer income to be able to execute my vision. And the grant has allowed us the capabilities to bulk up our inventory and to be able to catch up on some of the things that we might have gotten behind on. Just in the transition from moving from one space to the next, and this is really giving us the leverage and the resources to continue to move forward.